The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio. Featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Welcome, Power Partners, to Radio's Finest Hour of Power. It's Star Style, Be the Star You Are, a program of positive book talk and positive encouragement. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are so thrilled to be your personal growth success, success coaches. Boy, that was a little misfire there. Right here on the airways with you every week. We know you've set goals and you know where you want to go. And there's always detours on this road called life. But we want to help you ignite your power and shoot for the stars. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you for writing, speaking, and media interviews. Call 925-377-STAR and visit StarStyleProductions.com. You can be the star you are. And this uh, is from Amanda Cameron. Love is Friendship Set on Fire and by Aido Leopold. Conservation is a state of harmony between people and the world. Our program today is focusing on love and harmony. And our great guest from down under, Nola Hennessy, will be joining us a bit later to talk about her upcoming autobiography and the importance of creating harmony in our lives. In our last segment, we are going to roll in the dirt for some love potions in the garden. But right now in Health Matters, our health hero, Heather Brittany, is going to bring us the latest studies on the importance of satisfaction in a romantic relationship that will increase your happiness in life. So, Heather, we're talking about love and harmony today, so it's really the perfect time to talk about romantic relationships and their connection to our happiness quotient. What is it about that feeling of being in love or being loved or having a really satisfying relationship that inspires us to be happier and healthier? Well, you know, kind of getting to the beginning of the year when we made all those resolutions, you know, we want to be thinner, we want to be this, but one of them was that we wanted this to be the happiest year yet and have that kind of bondingness with our partner. 
Um, something that's really important that studies have shown that romantic relationships are the biggest predictors of happiness, and that's even more than education, income, or having a high-paying uh, job. So with it being that new year, we're, we're deep into it, and if we're kind of feeling how to keep it happy, how to keep um, you know satisfaction going on between a relationship, just have some overall tips that they found that would really help your relationship and just kind of to maintain it and keep that satisfied, happy level. Um, one of the first things is cultivating uh, creativity, and there's no secret that creativity is sexy. You know, when we think about musicians and actors and writers, there's something that seems to ooze sex appeal. You know, there's something really romantic about, you know, playing a song for someone. Um, something that happens a lot of times, though, you know, as we get older, we come so career-focused, and we kind of put off these joyful little things, you know, playing the guitar, doing, you know, painting. So do something together as a couple. Um, you know, start maybe pursuing your own passion or encouraging your other part. If your partner used to play the guitar, um, encourage them to do that. You know, maybe have them write you a song or take lessons together. And that's essentially too. Doing something creative together really boosts um, that, that joyfulness, that happiness. Uh, another thing is something I know you're always big Yeah, because it, you know, I was just going to jump in there. I, I really like that because you, when you create something together, you feel really proud of the creation. And when you've done it together, you get to share in that joy. So that's another reason of doing it together as opposed just to doing something by yourself. I love that. Yeah, and so another thing to help, you know, with your relationship, do one kind thing a day. I know that may sound silly of just one thing, but it's interesting how people can go an entire week with explicitly not doing anything for your partner. And what that kind of shows is that you're not investing um, in the resources of that other person. And, and actually, we, we are actually um, pair bonding species, meaning that, you know, the more we do something sweet for someone, it gives us, you know, those endorphins. It makes us feel good inside. It makes us attracted to someone when they do good things. So it doesn't have to be, you know, over-the-top kind of thing. It can be something as simple as, you know, you're going out to dinner with a friend and you bring home your hubby some of the dessert kind of thing, just little things. Um, or just paying, you know, a compliment, telling them, you know, you look really good today. Um, it's something, you know, especially, and that kind of gets into my next thing, um, a lot of times we become very comfortable in a relationship. So, you know, that wearing, you know, yoga pants and a big shirt all the time, it may be cute and fun at first, but there is something when we dress up for our partners that kind of shows that we're taking that little bit of time, um, you know, to look good for someone else. And, you know, I, we've been over when you feel, when you look good, you feel good, and others, um, you know, and it shows to other people. But also for your partner, you know, if you're just around the house all the time and you're ratty tatties, taking those few times doesn't have to be a lot, you know, once a week, once a month, really kind of dressing up for someone. It makes someone feel good knowing that you're kind of presenting yourself for them. And then thus you feel really good. So take that thing to dress up, and then you'll get those compliments that, you know, that we want so much too. Um also, you know, keep it classy. Is it, is well, it, is, and as you said, giving compliments is important because we, we always do a lot of the other C word, which is criticism, but the compliment gets you a lot further and makes you a lot happier. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of the thing, you know, be, be that uh, Sofia Vergaro. Every, you know, every so you don't have to be over the top, but, you know, and, and 
oozing out sexiness, but do some little books and just put them on. It'll make you feel really good. And then, again, you'll get those positive. When you have positive comments, it makes you feel good, and thus it makes you more attractive to your partner. Um, another thing, and kind of, uh, you know, keeping it classy is, you know, the signs of public affection. There used to be that time when, you know, you couldn't wait to make out with your partner. And as we kind of become cohabitant, we don't, we don't really kiss each other. We don't hold each other. We don't do um, these things. And especially there's something about um, maybe doing things in, in public that people feel, oh, you know, that PDA. But there's just those little things. Holding hands can mean the biggest thing. Showing that, you know, it's sort of like showing the rest of the world that, um, you know, you're proud to walk with that person. And, and also something, too, when, kind of, when it gets to keeping it classy, is that keeping some things sacred, having, um, you know, you might want to, you know, talk to all your girlfriends about, you know, all, you know spicy details about things, but there's sometimes things can, that can backfire on it because there's things that should just be sacred between two people, and whether it's, you know, a sexual thing or that they've shared, you know, secrets or really personal things, we have this tendency, uh, you know, especially with that, you know, girl time, wine comes out, and we just start talking. Well, that can build a lack of trust, and then there's resentment. When we have resentment towards our partner, sometimes that can't be broken. So just know, you know, when things, you know, whether it's, um, you know, touch, uh, emotional feeling, whatever it is, if there's anything that's shared, you know, that to a personal point, you don't need to share that with other people. And by keeping things, you know, by having secrets, by, by letting someone know that they really can trust you, that builds a stronger bond. That equals that satisfaction. Um, again, the biggest thing, when we have resentment towards someone that we feel, you know, that our partner we can't trust with information because we've been burned so many times, that sticks with us, and we start having really negative um, energy and really negative feelings towards our partners. So just always, you know, keep things from a distance, you know, share with your partner at a distance sometimes from other people. Well, um, yeah, and I mean, and that is the same, that goes for, I think, any relationship when, you know, unless it's something that you're told that is going to be destructive to someone else or property or something like that, anything told in confidence needs to stay in confidence. That's, you know, that's the rule. And you, if you want to have trust and you want people to believe in you, you have to maintain that trust by not being a blabbermouth. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, something, too, to realize, you know, to be in a satisfied relationship, know that there's going to be ups and downs. Even if you, you know, quote, unquote, have the most perfect relationship, everything goes through phases. You know, weather and, you know, changes in that Exactly, kind of uh, playing on words of weather and weather. Um, things change. They go up, they go down. It's how you handle them. So new things in life could be a new job, a new baby, you know, stress at home. Maybe you guys aren't hanging out as much or whatever. Understand that it doesn't mean that something is wrong in the relationship. It just means you guys are going to face it. The biggest thing is having that open line of communication and talking with your partner. A big thing, again, is this lack of communication we seem to have nowadays, that we just kind of ignore things or, you know, if we're hurt by things, we let them build up, and then we react really, you know, on the slightest things against our partner. So be able to have that open communication. If you're concerned, you know, that things have been sort of lackluster or distant, talk with your partner. Um, Those are the biggest things. This communication is huge. Um, Another kind of thing also is showing just little expressions of love. Um, Just part of our, our you know, just as a human beings, we love, again, those little, those little moments when we feel um, appreciated. 
So a, a lot of times me getting a relationship, people would get flowers or candies or little gifts. And over time, we become really comfortable. And we don't, um, you know, we don't really do those things anymore because we may think, well, why should, you know, I don't need to send you flowers anymore because we live together or whatever it may be. These little things, it doesn't, I mean, they can be just the slightest thing, sending a card or just calling just saying I was thinking about you. These things about our partners when we know that we're appreciated and that we feel that someone took the time out of their day to get us something, to call us, to know that they were thinking of us, again, makes us feel really satisfied and happy towards our partner. Um, I have to say, you know, just so many times, yes, people, I think they focus, you know, too much on Valentine's Day and, and getting these big, elaborate gifts, which isn't true at all. It's, you can be homemade things, which, again, that could be something really fun together. Um, a great thing if you live together with your partner is food is always something, you know, that's a key connector. Make it is. Uh, it's, like, it's like my mom always said, you know, you know, a great meal is the way to anyone's heart. <laughs> you go through the stomach. <laughs> and then, you know, just a last thing, too, is take time, you know, take time to play. And also, sometimes you need to get out of your element. I know my fiance and I, we love to go on little trips. A lot of times he's a firefighter. He's working all the time. We won't see each other sometimes for five days at a time. He comes home, he's exhausted, he doesn't want to do something, um, and then he goes back to work because he's hardworking. So we take, you know, we like to take these little three-day trips every now. They don't have to be far. You know, uh, uh, we're going on a, a big trip soon, but you, they don't have to be a big trip, but just those times that you can reconnect and that you're not around. A lot of times when we're in our own surrounding, when we're comfortable, um, we get distracted and we don't focus on one another. Similar to, you know, when it goes to writing a paper or working on something. I know I'm someone, I have to get out of the house. I need to go to a cafe. I need to, because when I'm at home, I'm too distracted with the things at home, and I'm not focusing on the task at hand. And I have sometimes a hard time just relaxing at home, oddly as that sounds. Uh, but uh, take those little time, take a little adventure together. They don't well, have- And, you know, talking about adventures, I think what's really interesting is by doing this, you actually discover some amazing places and um, activities that are right in your backyard that you never knew existed. I mean, I think about it all the time how even though I live right here near San Francisco, unless somebody comes to town, you don't really show them around. Or unless I'm on a movie project and we're shooting something that's in, you know, one of these tourist areas, I don't do it. But how fun is it? Just to go to a bed and breakfast or go to a museum or go to a botanical garden or go see an art show, you know, to really get involved in your local community because then you actually develop a kind of a bigger love relationship even with where you live. And I think that's really fun, too. And it's not expensive. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's the big thing is participate in the other person's life. If they have functions going on that are associated with their work and they want you to go... Be present with those things. So many, time, so many times in life that we've been going these things for years, we don't feel the need to go anymore, we don't feel the need to show that support. Always show that support towards your partner because, again, it's a bonding thing that's going to make things satisfied at home. You don't want your partner to then no longer invite you to things or feel like that you don't 
participate or that you don't care about what they're involved in. Just take those little things. Remember why you're with this person. Those are always the biggest things. Laughter is, you know, I, I think one thing is laughter is an amazing medicine for all things. And humor is actually a sign of intelligence because when people are funny, they're, they tend to be smart, and smart people we're attracted to. They're good problem solvers. So allow yourself to have that bit of humor and be always just be a supportive partner in your relationship. And you're guaranteed for this year to have a lot of fulfillment and satisfaction in your relationship. Well, laughter is the best medicine. There is no doubt about this. Heather, these are really, really fantastic and original uh, guidelines and tips to keeping a relationship vibrant and and love alive. And they can be transferred not just to your love relationships, but to relationships in general, just to make sure to be connected, to communicate, to participate, to care, to show that you are present in the lives of people that you care about. So thank you so much for this. I think that this is going to be a year of love and harmony, and it's up to us to make it so. It doesn't, you know, nothing just happens. We have to create it. If we want to predict the future, we need to create the future. So give out the website. Most definitely. We want you to be the star you are dot com as well as be the star you are dot org. Well, when we return from break, our Australian goddess author, Nola Hennessy, returns with tips on creating harmony in our lives, plus exciting updates on the success of her books, No Boxing Allowed, and From PMS to PMA. If there's anyone that can bring you peace and serenity, it's our Nola. So stay with us. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And this is Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be right back. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. This business of show business is calling out to me. Avoid the scams and get started acting or modeling with a consultation from acting and media coach Cynthia Bryan, who has guided the entertainment careers of thousands of students of all ages for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-STAR. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a changemaker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? 
Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Well, thank you for staying with us here on Star Style. Be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and you are listening to... World Talk Radio, and this program where we bring you the pioneers on the planet. Confucius said, when there's harmony in the home, there's order in the nation. When there's order in the nation, there'll be peace in the world. Award-winning author Nola Hennessy knows a thing or two about creating harmony. Her company is Serenidad Consulting, and they have a strategic intent to achieve global peace through their multitude of services. But Nola named her company... From a Spanish word that means serenity or peace, serenidad. And so to ensure synchronicity and balance in our lives and in our long-term goals, she penned two amazing books that have won more awards, No Boxing Allowed, and From PMS to PMA. She's with us again today from Australia to offer some more of the news of what's going on and to also talk about the fact that she'll be writing an autobiography. Welcome back, my friend Nola, to Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you very much, Cynthia. It's lovely to be chatting with you again. Well, since we last spoke, again, your books have won more awards. P- from, uh, from PMS to PMA and No Boxing Allowed. Congratulations. Tell us a Thank little bit you. about these new awards because you must be ecstatic about that. Well, I am, and and it's almost, like I was saying last time, it's almost a bit um, surreal. Uh, We've just won another award each, or two, sorry, two awards each for these books. The Great Southwest Book Festival and the Great Northwest Book Festival have just announced the winners of that competition, and... Uh, I I think I mentioned that the London Book Festival had awarded No Boxing Allowed an honourable mention in the category of spiritual books. Well, that No Boxing Allowed has just won two more awards, one at each of these new festivals, and then from premenstrual syndrome to positive mental attitude, that book has just won an honourable mention in both of those awards, in both of those festivals. So there's another four awards beyond the London Book Festival. And, you know, I really I really didn't expect that the books would be recognised in this kind of way. But obviously the messages are right. And for, for the second book to be recognised as a how-to, even though a lot of people 
you know, might think that it's very short. It's it's shortened to the point for a reason that there's only so much that I could say about my life for that book. People have to recognise within themselves stuff that they want to change and then they're able to step forward to something better. And so what I do in the second book is shine the light on that something better, a better way of relating to people. But it takes ultimately, and I'll explain in a minute why, it ultimately takes the parties to that relationship to want to improve the relationship. And when only one party wants to improve the relationship, then the other one, um, it can block the changes, and the one who does all the work can be flogging a dead horse. And and that's that's almost a reality check that the person who thinks positively, who wants to see improvement, they also have to get to the point where they say, um, well, you know, this is dysfunctional for me, this is not good for me, I have to move forward in my life to something better. And, and that relationship that they wanted to fix and worked hard to fix, they have to let that go. Because we, we really, you know, we've talked very um, in depth about change in the past. And we yep. cannot change others. You have been so no. succinct in this. We can only change ourselves. And uh, you are all about creating harmony and peace, not only in relationships, but, you know, in companies and then in the world. But if someone does not want to change or a company doesn't want to change, we, uh, you, we have to at some point release it because then only the detriment can come back to us. And this is what yeah. you point out in your books. Now, something that you have mentioned is that these books that are gaining awards throughout the world have really only scratched the surface of what you yeah. want to discuss. And I, I want to give condolences. I, you just had a death in your family, or the death of your mother. But it's brought you to the realization that it is time for you to begin on another important journey of writing your autobiography. Tell us yeah. a little bit about about what we'll be expecting or what, how you're going to go about this, because that's a very adventuresome and, um, what do I want to say? This is going to take some very deep digging to come up with yeah, it, what you want to say. And, and look, you know, my current two books, were very difficult to write because I didn't want to disclose a lot of stuff, but I but I wrote those books to help other people, and and it, they were very very difficult, particularly the second one. But they really just gave a glimpse of the real um, root causes for me, and the autobiography is about me. And look, you know, it may never get published. It might be deemed too sensitive, too, too controversial to ever get published. But it has to reveal for me, and I'm writing it for me primarily, it has to reveal the root causes of a, of a lot of things that I have never disclosed. And by disclosing my journey in my words, that will not only... Um, finish and close that chapter for me, but it will also, if, if it's published, it will also enlighten people 
Now, there are going to be uh, sections of the autobiography, particularly since 2002, and what I reveal about 2002 that I've sort of hinted about in my first two books. There will be information in there about heaven, about God, and about a soul's journey. And some people will find, a lot of people will find that confronting. A lot of churches that teach certain paradigms of hell and heaven, for instance, will find it very confronting because it will belie their teachings. But this is going to be the truth as you know it and feel it. And this feels very courageous to me. This feels like it is this very. is take, yeah, it's taken a lot of strength to write this and to be as honest and forthcoming as you are in everything you do. And, you know, truth is what it's all about. And, you know, this, this autobiography, I've asked five people, you're one of them, as you know, to give me honest feedback on this autobiography. And then with with the publisher, Brown, Brown Books in Dallas, uh, their feedback combined with all of that, I will then make a decision based on that feedback whether to publish. But So you haven't, what you're doing, Nola, then, because you do have Brown Books, the publisher, Brown Books in Dallas, that's obviously interested in this. But what you want to do is write it first and then... then Feel it out whether you feel that the world's ready for it. And that's it, that's it in a nutshell because, look, you know, I, I've actually looked and on the web and I've seen some fairly, what I call fairly naughty books out there that talk about hell, for instance, um, that I know are wrong. And, and I know, <laughs> I know they are wrong. And I know my son, when I would disclose something very personal to my son about 18 months, not quite 18 months ago, he sort of sat there and looked at me and, uh, and, um, and he said, you know, he said, you ought to tell that story. He said, some people are going to say it's, it's just a load of hooey. And he said, but there are so many more people out there that are going to need to know this stuff. You know, and that's what I was just going to say, Nola, is I have a feeling based on over, I think I've done over 2,000, maybe 2,200 interviews now, is I would venture to say that, yes, there will always be opponents. That's the way it is in our world when we are honest and truthful and we we speak of what we know. But there are more people who need the message because it gives them the courage to understand what they may be going through. And who knows, they may have gone through the same thing and have not been saying it to anyone because no one's talking about it. And you know, that's it really hit the nail on the head. There's a very, very dear friend of mine uh, who, when when we were talking not so long ago, uh, something very profound was disclosed to me. And it's funny how the connection became, you know, the connection between the two of us was uh, 
re, rekindled and... And it became stronger, I bet. It was stronger because you probably identified something in what she she confided in you that you had yes. been going through as well. Well, it, but it, not exactly the same, but, but it was almost like uh, both of us were able to disclose that element to one another. And, um, you know, it's very dissimilar but not the same experience, similar. Um, and I suppose, you know, all I really want to do with this with this autobiography is to um, document for me um, the things that I know uh, were wrong in my life, but also celebrate the absolutely phenomenally fantastic things that have happened to me in my life. And including in that is recognition for my books. Now, you know, I... Because I, you, you never set out, when you wrote your books, you didn't set out to win no, awards. You set out no. to empower, inspire, motivate, encourage other people. And, and to exactly. give them some information, like what you went through, because they were probably going through it. So if this has been like a very kind of divine journey for you. I mean, every time we talk, your books are winning more awards. And it is, it is, I, I don't know anybody who's winning more awards than you. It's very surprising to you. It's exciting. But at the same time, do you not feel like there's some kind of guidance going on? I mean, something's happening here. Yes, and, and that's what, that's what, you know, precipitated my decision to write my autobiography now. Um, and, and I have, I've actually started it, uh, in, in my head and it will be finished by the end of March, by Easter time. And, you know, really interestingly, it'll be finished by Easter time. How profoundly synchronous is that? Right. Um, it's like the time of new birth, right? It's a new birth. Absolutely. A rising, I, I was, a rising yeah, from the dead, talking. Nola. A rising from the dead. That's ah. really, that's a really big, you know, it is very profound, isn't it? And how is it that you're able to pen this so quickly? Did it, did, I mean, I know it's been percolating for many years, but it's yeah. literally in the last few weeks, it just came to fruition. Like it was, it's become something you had to do. You have to do this. You have to do this. And, and it was starting to build pressure in my head as a result of a sequence of events in Texas, in fact, um, involving a, an ex-partner. It was starting to build in my head then and, and the miscommunication that was occurring and the, the, the power and control struggles. And I thought, you know, just I cannot put energy into something that is just coming back as being incredibly toxic to me. And I thought, no, I really need to let go of that toxic situation. And, and and let that person and, and their significant others sort it out because their interpretations were just all wrong. And, and, you know, sometimes we just can't communicate to people the way that, that we, we, we want them to understand. And in my mother's case, my mother had significant... Um, mental acuity kind of issues. She was very, very difficult to communicate to and have understand. She had all sorts of stuff that she just couldn't get through herself and nobody could help her. Like, she couldn't even help herself. And so I 
was very frustrated all of my life. And so the, the, the combination of what, what had occurred in Texas regarding an ex-partner of mine and what had uh, occurred with my mother, th- those two, when my mother died, I thought, no, nah, this is definitely, I need to put aside book three, which is about the mature age workforce. Brown Brooks are interested in that as well. I had to put that aside and I wrote them and said, I have to write my autobiography. I have to use that as a vehicle to get myself through this incredibly emotionally intense time, even though my mother and I were estranged. We hadn't spoken for, for six years or more. And how is that how has the process been going for you since you you know made the decision and you had the strength to just start writing? Is it just flowing? I mean to be able to be finished so quickly. Is it just flowing? It's, it's, it's kind of what I it's funny it's what I call brain dumping. My brain gets full of of memories and information and how and and I sort of structure things in my head and then they get dumped and um, I spend a few days sort of working out how do I start this do I start it in the now or do I start it at my birth or pre-birth in fact the, the birthing experience that I actually underwent you know under hypnosis is that where I start or do I start with my past lives where do I start this autobiography about my me as as a human with a soul that's thousands of years old. You know, did you did you make that decision yet, or is that still evolving? No, it, it's it's pretty much um, in the physical, like the physical life is what I have to work with, and then reflect back on the other. And like I said, a lot of this stuff is going to be really confronting. And you know, when I was younger, I re- I just in 1974-73, I read Shirley MacLaine's books. And then, you know, um, she was connected with uh, one of our fir- former foreign affairs ministers, Andrew Peacock. And Andrew Peacock and I used to have dinner together when I ran this big international hotel. He and I used to have dinner together on a Friday night when he was in town for Parliament. And, and not long after that, he divorced his wife. And then there was all this stuff in the news about Shirley MacLaine and Andrew Peacock. And I thought, well, if anybody's going to understand Shirley MacLaine, it'll be Andrew Peacock because he's an astute man and intelligent. And I've always felt for Shirley MacLaine because she put out there her story and people went, what a load of rubbish, when that's not true. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. I I loved her books. I really felt them. I felt connected to them as well. And as we said earlier, not everybody's going to love everything when you write about things mm-hmm. like that. But look at Shirley MacLaine's career and her life and what she's yeah. done. You know, she's she's really she's she's lived walked her talk. And she challenges everybody because she is so intelligent and so. You know, she's beyond intelligent. The woman is just acute in her capability to read people and communicate stuff. And I admire her. God help the day that she isn't with us anymore because I think that will be a huge loss from very many perspectives. But she's still out there talking to groups of people and, and you know, really challenging people's thinking. And that's... My autobiography is not about challenging thinking. My first book was and my second book was sort of really giving people a nudge to make their lives better. But this book, my autobiography, is 
um, unselfishly is to help me to get um, documented stuff that I've kept quiet about. Do you have a title yet? Have you thought of a title? I have thought of a title, and and it depends whether that title is 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 um, you know acknowledged as being a worthy title. I don't know. I sort of have have a title. Yeah. So is that um? So you're brainstorming titles still? I imagine what'll happen. It sounds like it's almost automatic writing for you. You know that it's oh, just absolutely. It's, it's just yeah. coming. It's just coming, and the title, yeah, the title dancing. will show itself. The correct title will show itself. Well, I will, let's give out your website so people can follow you, and then I just want to ask you uh, quickly too a little bit about how Serenidad um, Consulting is going, and if there's anything new we need to hear about. So make sure to go to SerenidadConsulting.com. And her two books that we're talking about, besides the autobiography that she's currently writing, are No Boxing Allowed and From PMS to PMA. These have won multiple, multiple awards. So just quickly, Nola, before we run out of time, is there anything new on, you know, uh, offices for Serenidad or anything else that you are no. wanted to share? No, not at this stage, and uh, certainly uh, we're looking, you know, for significant growth and to support my my long term goal, and and you know, th- God willing, we'll be able to achieve that. I love the fact that all your energy right now is focused on one thing, and that's getting these truths out, these words for your autobiography, because it's been a long time coming. It's something that you. Wanted to write, needed to write, but it it had to present itself at the right time. As we always say, it's in God's time, not our time, right? Yeah. And it seems that you've been anointed right now to get this out there. So we'll be looking forward to this. And I think what's very interesting about what you said, because being an author, every author wants to be published. But what you're saying is you're going to decide, once you've written it, then you want to decide whether you want to publish it or not, so that the real reason you're writing this is for you. And if it helps you, you know, I do my personal thing without reading anything at the moment is I'm sure it will help, you know, so many people in the world because your other books do. So, again, our guest is Nola Hennessy. Her website is serenidadconsulting.com. Do you just want to wind it up with kind of some some last words from maybe what you've felt or learned or what you're thinking over the last, you know, the last few weeks, anything that, you know, that, um, anything you want to say, I always feel that you end with some kind of pearl of wisdom. The, the thing that's really coming forward in my mind is forgiveness. And, and when I talk about forgiveness, is so important not just to forgive others but to forgive yourself. Holistic forgiveness is essential for people to be able to get to and, you know, not to harbour hatred and pain and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, they, somebody, you know, will say that forgiveness is, is divine but it's in, within every human to be able to forgive and, you know, as much as, as we... Uh, want to see some improvement in situations that the improvement 
is a lot a lot of times beyond our immediate control because it involves other people and you know I do believe that there is um there is a wisdom beyond humans and that wisdom is God and that if God allows people to make choices and when people make choices one way or the other um God will allow them to step down that path because as we choose our path then our lives are formed. If we choose to stand in front of a truck, then we'll get hit by the truck. If we choose to um, change the way we do things, then he, then he will allow us to do that. Um, and if we, you know, if we do something wrong, there are messages there to help us correct what we do wrong. But ultimately, no matter what the situation, if it ends up being a painful one for the person, then. If people need to be forgiven because they've hurt you, then you've got to forgive them because by forgiving them, you can let go of that pain and be happy in the as the end result. And people deserve to be happy. So I that's right. This is we are talking about happiness. We, this is what we've been talking about today: is to if to have love in your life, to be happy, is you have to love, you have to forgive, you have to move on. So, Nola, thank you once again for joining us here on Star Style. Be the star you are. It's all about being willing to change, being willing to forgive, being willing to let go, move forward, create happiness in your life, and and have that peace and harmony. Visit Nola's website, serenadadconsulting.com. Pick up copies of her books, No Boxing Allowed, and From PMS to PMA. And we'll be talking more, I know, about her autobiography because I have a gut feeling, Nola, this is going to, you're going to want to publish it and it is going to get published. It's just finishing it and we'll know that very soon. So, Nola, thank you for being with us again today it is always such a joy to get to get your news and to find out you know all the new things that are happening and i'm really glad that you gathered the strength and courage to write this autobiography congratulations on your new awards too thank you very much cynthia that's very precious i appreciate it well thank you well stay with us we will be back in a bit with more on star style be the star you are The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be the Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org Be the lucky star you 
Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Where there's love and inspiration, I don't think you can go wrong. That was said by Ella Fitzgerald, and I think that that is a wonderful quote to start off our third segment in our Love and Harmony show here today. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and this is Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and I'm really glad that you stayed with us. I think this was a really great segment with Nola Hennessy and Heather Brittany's love and relationship making us happy is, is really terrific. Well, now we're just going to go for a little romp in the garden because I want to show you how you can have some fun and create some trash to treasure and some harmony in your garden by planting a landscape because it demands patience, yet the worth is just worth the struggle. So what I do, you know, I go around the garden with a cup of hot cocoa in hand and I push my pencil from my projects and I unplug all of the tech toys and then I just let my dreams design. So here's how we can create some flower beds with a diverse cast of edibles and fragrance and bouquets and creepers and climbers. Your cast-offs can become playful art. Your trash turns into treasures. And simple embellishments develop into eye candy for the garden. So if you're ready to uh, take that romp of romance with me and infuse some fab from drab, you can adopt and adapt any of these baker's dozens of uh, ideas that I've come up with. And you can find lots of photos of these on the website at starstyleradio.com. So one of the things, if your kids have flown the coop, yet you still have a swing set swaying and rustling in that side yard, turn it into a hanging basket arbor and uh, put your fragrant flowers in it. You can paint it some fun colors and hang all kinds of baskets, and it turns out to be great. If you have an old clawfoot tub or an old sink, you know, maybe you pulled out, you did some remodeling, and it's just taking up space in the garage, why not paint it something fun, even put flowers on it, and fill it with your favorite annuals or perennials for a big splash of color and a conversation piece. If you only have a patio or a balcony, but you want to plant edibles, you can get a decorative container Or what I've done is a wine box is enough to get you started. Because when it comes to food gardening, National Trends Indicated Growing Public Interest is up to 61% this year, uh, which is about 5% more than it was last year. People want to know what they're eating, and they're finding out that fresh is feasible and family-friendly. You can take that wine box, get some soil, throw it in with some seeds, And you'll be able to be growing your own parsley, cilantro, tomatoes, you know, even bell peppers just in a box on your balcony. 
if your water bills are sky high, yet your lawn looks dry and brown, maybe it's time to pull out the grass, spread the gravel, plant succulents, and install an eye-catching wine barrel as a rain gutter saving device. So you can raise your glass to ingenuity and actually catch rainwater off your roof and then use that in your garden. Now, I've actually seen old stoves like the old Frigidaire's that are from the 1950s, the Leave it to Beaver stove oven combo. They can be reborn as a plant tool shed and a potting stand. And so you can put all your, you know, your pruning shears, et cetera, in it. And on top of the stovetop, you can actually have all your pots and planters. If time has run out on your parking meter and a quarter isn't enough to get the wine press working again, you can just throw these into the garden and add some charm and conversation. You know what? My mom has an old uh, parking meter that is the old, you know, twist kind. From when they when they put in these new digital ones, they were throwing those out, and you can stick it on a, a post and stick it in your garden. Things like that are very fun. Gazing balls evoke images of magic and seances and the supernatural. So reflecting the wardrobe of blooming azaleas, the garden sparkles in the dappled sunshine. You know, so you can put the the you can say, oh, pick off the petals. Of the daisy, you know, he loves me, he loves me not. He loves me, he loves me not. Add a gazing ball to your garden. And in some of the stores now, they have gazing balls that actually have solar lights in them. So during the day, they just look like a gazing ball. And then at night, they actually sparkle. And sometimes the lights change. You may want to look for architecture that serves flying architects. Birdhouses beckon new life to our sanctuaries. You can look for... Some unique perches to provide our feathered friends with a love nest worth inhabiting. And what will happen is your garden reaps the benefits many times over when you bring birds to your garden. Now, small spaces come alive with fun, fanciful furniture. If you have, a, you know, an old iron chair, I have one that has chickens on it that's all rusted. And instead of throwing it out, I staged it in my garden and I let vines twine up it. It is. It really, really adds an accent, and again, a little bit of romance, you know, that is uh, near my bird bath. Now, what's a garden? Speaking of bird bath, without a water feature, the sound of a babbling brook or a gurgling fountain relaxes and soothes souls that are overhooked on technology. So, if you don't have a bird bath or you don't have a fountain. You really want to consider it. And these days you can find, you know, small fountains for under $20 that are for your office. I have one in my office as well, and it has a little candle in it, and I absolutely love it. And if you want to um, play it safe with flowers, you can go out and just buy a full flat of, like, heart-shaped ruby red cyclamen at your favorite nursery or pair it with white cyclamen or white petunias, and you'll have a very you know, vibrant display of red and white, which are colors of harmony and love. So don't, you know, let any lackluster into your garden. Add add a little bit of spark with imagination and ingenuity and a little shovel into the soil. You're going to lift your spirits and you're going to steep your landscape with a love potion of frivolity. So I really like this. Um, also, I just wanted to give a couple of tips for your garden since it is springtime and you can daydream by pursuing seed sad logs and circling your favorite edibles and ornamentals. 
you can uh, plan your garden by pinning on Pinterest. You can find the newest gerberas, bergonias, solosias, and share it with your friends. This is a great time of year to enroll in a gardening class at your local community center. You can add passion to your parlor with a, a bouquet of radiant roses from uh, your local uh, florist or from your local farmer's market. Or in your garden, pick a, um, a posy of daffodils and tulips. You can buy amaryllis bulbs because they're on sale right now. And you arrange three in a container and next year you'll have a spectacular bouquet. You can spark your children's interest in gardening by giving them some seed packets. Give them radishes, peas, beans, carrots. They can start them indoors, and you can get your uh, school on board, too. A lot of schools now are actually uh, planting gardens so the kids can eat fresh from the garden. Get to the kids eating vegetables by having them plant. This is the time to buy your blueberry bushes because there are some great blueberries out there, and there's a pink one that you can buy that's called pink lemonade, and they're all wonderful antioxidant fruits, so consider doing that. Start sweet peas indoors now, and then they'll be able to go out in a few weeks, and you can start some fragrance and beauty. Get your garden shed organized, sharpen your tools, divide your bulbs, cut back all those deciduous grasses, and you can uh, perfume your outdoor spaces by including the skyrocketing popularity of fragrance specimens such as dianthus and gardenia and nicotinia and phlox and hyacinth and lilac iris, and of course, roses. So I want to wish you love in the garden, be optimistic, enjoy a warm, heartfelt month. Thanks for being great listeners and allowing us into your life every week. Make sure to join us right here on Star Style. Be the star you are, where Heather, Brittany, and I also always bring you the best in personal growth success stories and books and authors from around the world. For more information about Star Style, visit StarStyleProductions.com. To make a donation to the charity, visit BeTheStarYouAre.org or go to www.btsya.com. We hope you have been inspired, informed, and motivated. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life and read a book because it is like a garden in your pocket. Until next week when we celebrate once again. Remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and this is Star Style. Be the star you are. I thank you and encourage you. Be the star you are. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You.